I'm a publisher, and one day my daughter Christina asked me to write a novel with her. Well, that day was long ago, and that little girl is now an adult. But our novels live on. The Truth Seekers Mystery Series highlights a homeschool family, the Murphy Teens, in an action-adventure novel that is sure to entertain as well as teach creation truths. To get your copy, visit our website at truthseekersmysteryseries.com. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey, friends, and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. Today, we are going to talk about fun summer projects. I love doing podcasts like this because I get to think outside of the box. And I hope you enjoy this episode. It is episode 430, and you can find the show notes at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. I also want to invite you to check out my website, and that is at MediaAngels.com. And also, many of my products and books can be purchased at um, online retailers, but uh, the best place to get my books are on my website. So let's get started. How do you spell summer? I hope you spell it F-U-N. It's a time when you can give your child time to explore and direct them in some sort of organized way. Depending on the ages of your child, uh, the smaller, obviously, are going to be directed more so than the older ones. And one of my goals as a homeschool mom was to give my kids time to think and to create on their own. If you've listened to my podcast for some time, you will hear this as a reoccurring theme. I really believe that children don't have time to think, and school is typically made up of read the information or get taught the information, Um, and then there's a series of questions, of course, to check to see if they remembered what they learned. So kids often will ask, what is the right answer? I taught a class at church one time, and even when I was talking about God and what they thought... They were asking me, well, I don't, I want to know the right answer. And it really made me stop and think that kids don't even have time, not only to think about their faith and what they believe, but also time to explore things. And so if they're younger, again, you will keep them directed to keep them out of trouble. And then as they get older, you can give them other things to do. I remember giving my little kids just household items, for example, measuring cups and things that they could use to pour water in and out of. Um, I remember giving my son a box of rubber bands of all things, and what he liked was the way they felt. And so, you know how sometimes kids will take things like they will take um, paper clips and start 
putting them together and making a string. Um, you know, kids have made things like paperclip necklaces or uh, bracelets and things like that. Well, a lot of times they want to take these things that sometimes we don't want them to have, especially when we're looking for a rubber band or a paper clip, but they take them because they want to do something with them or they want to explore. So you can give kids things like that um, that they can do. And also, I remember giving my kids just a bag of items and having them put their hands in there blindfolded and to figure out just based on the texture what they the item was. And as it get, of course, as the kids get older, they're going to be uh, doing some different things. You know, recyclables are a treasure trove for kids to build and create. These can be things such as plastic and glass. Um, I remember being in a, a upper level art class and I um, was given a project one time and we could either paint something or even use a small poster and we were given different colors of glass to break and to make, you know, these take these flat pieces. Of course, we had gloves and, you know, towels and things to break the glass safely, but we were able to take these flat pieces and glue them in a mosaic on top of our art and the results were really stunning. Um, you can use clear glass or even colored glass. Of course, you know, safety is important. Um, also, things like paper towel rolls, they're great for creating different projects as well. Give your kids some small balloons, paper towels, scotch tape, and string, and tell them to go for it and see what they come up with. Um, they do things like this in classes that are upper-level classes where they give kids random things and the kids have to create something out of it. You've seen this on cooking shows where they throw in something like, you know, pineapple, but they're supposed to be making something with meat. So, you know, it's an idea, um, a way to be creative with something that you're, you know, wouldn't normally use. You can use maps. Um, if you are going on a trip with your family, you can have the kids draw a map of what they think. You know, f- for example, we did this with different states. What do you think the state looks like? And just, you know, randomly say a state, for example, Georgia or Florida, and they can draw it out. And then you can look at a real map and say, well, how close did you get? And one year we were taking a trip from Florida to Georgia and to keep the kids occupied in the car. We would have them, you know, plot out where we were going on the map. And you can print this out on Google Maps. You can still use electronics if you must. Um, But the kids would track using road signs. And when they got into a new town, they were really excited. And it took us two days to make this trip. But the kids were not constantly asking me how much longer. And it turned into a great summer project for them to learn map skills. Another one of my homeschool goals was to teach using fun projects and teaching skills, especially that were not covered, you know, specifically in class, like money management. The kids may learn about, you know, this is a dollar and it's worth a hundred pennies, but they're not really taught to manage their money. So you can give the kids a chance um, by uh, giving them some money that they need to manage and see, like, for example, you have $10 and this has to last you for a month. What would you buy? And things like that. So I have a list that I am going to share with you with 10 things that would be fun activities and can lead to uh, more of an academic, um, you know, 
event, if you will, uh, where the kids can learn some things that you can be teaching them, um, as well as just doing things for fun. I've got another podcast that I created uh, for the kids with 50 creative ideas of things that they can do during the summer, and that's coming up soon. So the first one is Bubbles. Bubbles is something that is just a wonderful summertime project. There are so many things you can do with Bubbles. You can you know, use Bubbles in the bathtub. You can make them from scratch, just even using dish soap uh, and water. You can put in a little bit of glycerin that keeps the bubble shape. You can use your hands to create bubbles or pipe cleaners or even straws. You can bend wired clothes hangers and make huge bubbles. You know, you can use straws and just make sure the kids are blowing out and not in. But there are so many things you can do with bubbles. There are entire curriculums that surround the use of bubbles. So that's a great thing. Another is drama. This is something that your kids don't get a chance to do. And I swear, God made kids to be great actors. They can, you know, have a meltdown at a second's notice or be happy or giggle or whatever. And one of the things that drama teaches a child to do is to act appropriately for the situation. So just like we don't want them giggling at someone who's messing up or doing something like that, drama is one way that can actually help your child with, you know, uh, working on a character quality or even, you know, sitting still waiting for your turn or even, um, you know, working on appropriate responses and behavior. And you probably never thought of drama like that, but it really um, is something that that uh, can work. Also, you get the kids involved. They can write a one-act play. They can write their own script. They can act out a famous character, even a movie character, and everyone can take turns you know, guessing who this character is. Um, if you have an only child, then recruit some other friends uh, that would enjoy doing these projects. Another is water tension. The whole thing about floating and sinking, and it's amazing because you would think the kids would just you know, immediately know the answer to this. But I remember giving my little kids a bag full of items and then having them take everything out and put the items that they thought would float in one pile and the, the items they thought they would sink, that would sink in another and then to experiment with this. And they could use the bathroom tub or the sink or just go outside with the bucket of water. Another thing to do is to just give your kids some plastic bags and have them go around and collect things that they think will, you know, and give them parameters, you know, like it can't be bigger than, you know, uh, a glue stick, something like that, so that they're not trying to pull something like a chair <laughs> to see if that's going to um, float or sink. But, you know, give them some parameters and watch them go, and they will have a great time with that. Something that is not on the list uh, that kids have a great time with during the summer is a magnifying glass and uh, something like chocolate. And the kids can melt chocolate. Um, you know, they, they can use that. You need to keep an eye on them because especially in the strong summer sun, um, magnifying glasses can allow things uh, to burn very quickly. So you want to keep an eye on that. The fourth thing on the list is collections. Summer is a great time to start a new collection. It can be something that's found in nature. For example, shells if you're at the beach or, um, you know, whatever it is. It's amazing what kids will collect. And, um, you know, it can be 
some kind of, of a bottle top or stamps or coins. Uh, state coins are fun to collect because each state quarter has a little bit about the state history, and you can find a list of state quarters and their symbolism on Wikipedia, and that's a really fun thing. Scavenger hunts is another great thing that the kids can either set up on their own or you can set it up. It can be an, a rainy day activity. They can do it at home, um, in the yard, even in the park. When we have, when we did scavenger hunts, instead of just sending the kids all out to run wild on their own, we actually had them do it in a group and it was really fun. The clues can be given um, that they have to find, and then at the end, the prize can be something simple like picking out a movie to watch with the family or maybe a favorite meal, or you can have a little treasure box of things that they actually find. We actually, we did this um, at birthday parties as well, and it was really fun. Number six is learn to cook. I cannot tell you how many friends I had in college that had no basic concept of cooking. Make sure your kids have an idea of the essentials, and if they have mastered the basics, it's time to move on with things like new flavors, recipes, or dessert ideas. If you have a picky eater, getting them to learn to cook is one of the ways to overcome that. Number seven is planning. We teach our children so many things, but we don't teach them to plan, to have a goal. Planning can help in so many different ways academically, um, you know, like allowing your child to understand that they need to get their work done that day and not stretch out math, one math lesson for five days or three hours. You know how that can go. So have the children plan a fun activity. It can be some kind of family time activity, something they can do. You know, you can maybe plan something simple and then they can see what you're doing and how you're doing it. And, you know, for example, if you plan to have pizza, you either need to make a phone call or make the homemade pizza, right? So you have to have those ingredients on hand. So it kind of teaches them to think ahead and they could have a homemade pizza night where everyone makes their own individual pizza and helps with cleanup and then plays board games. You can brainstorm this as a family and maybe do the first one together and show them how to plan. Sometimes we throw them into these ideas and they have nowhere, um, you know, no idea how to do this. So that's important. Number eight is money skills. This is something that is so important for the kids to learn to budget. They can either open a bank account and keep track of their savings, or um, like I alluded to earlier, you could give them something like $10 and say, okay, this has to last you for a month. Could you do it? What could you do with this $10? You know, a a child may say, well, maybe I want to invest it or, you know, come up with some ideas, especially as they get older. You know, you can set up a store at home and the kids can use actual boxes of food to play store and also to give change. And you can use real money to do this. And it's a really good activity. Number nine is decorating and organization. That is something I wish I had learned to do as a kid. Um, I know what I like, but sometimes I have a difficult time decorating. I love crafts and I'm actually good at crafts and I can make flower arrangements with real flowers or fake flowers and never took any classes. I could something I can just do naturally, but decorations are harder for me. 
You can decorate just beginning with a party, um, having the kids help you decorate. You can look at a holiday calendar online. There are days for everything, pizza days, chocolate days, you know, so many different types of days, you know, dog lover days. And the kids can decorate or make an activity and plan to do something to celebrate that. Um, Kids can help make the decorations and they can be kept from year to year. I remember using uh, wood shower curtains and they're just small little dowels that were supposed to be used for the shower and I wrapped them in ribbon and I used that for as napkin holders. So there's so many different things you can do. Summer is also a good time to organize. I do not like to get overwhelmed, so I'm not going to tackle. I'm always amazed at people who can tackle a whole room at one time. I will tackle a drawer at one time in my kitchen and then work through that. I might do one a day. Also, um, you know, start small so it doesn't overwhelm you. And if you are one to start big, you can also you know, do one of those mega things where you take everything entirely out of the room and then only put back what you really, really want. You can also do this organization with clothing. Go through your clothes with your kids and figure out, you know, what needs to be given away or handed down to another child or put in bins for later. And then number 10 is pictures. We never think about the pictures on our phones. And This is something uh, that you can go through with your kids. It's actually a fun night to spend with your family. If you can connect, you know, your computer to the TV or those of you that are really tech savvy and can connect your phone to your TV, um, you can scroll through the pictures and as a family start deleting the seven pictures of the same thing. Um, You can print out the ones that you want to put up on a wall and send them off to get printed, give them as gifts, have the kids make really cool frames and hang them up. You know, one summer project um, that is really fun to do is to really plan your summer out at the beginning of the summer. And that is fun because you will find that all the days are go so quickly when you don't have a plan. You can place one of these ideas into, you know, just write it on a piece of paper and throw it into a, a bag and draw out ideas randomly. Add to this list. Um, like I said, I've got one coming that has 50 ideas for the kids. And um, you can put them on a calendar and maybe do one a week or you can assign different people or ask for volunteers to do some of these things. Learn to put your kids, older kids, in charge, but keep an eye on them and also give them a set of rules of some things that they can and can't say. Um, Ask them to use nice words and to encourage each other. One year I had a banned words list and you may have seen these things like for writing um, activities, like don't start each sentence with I or the same word over and over again. And I had a banned words list, and they were things like the kids could not say, I can't. They couldn't say, stupid. They couldn't say, I'm bored, because the translation for that was, mom, give me some work. And they were not allowed to say, shut up. You can have it on a board um, in your home where the kids can see and be reminded of this. And remember, you're a parent, and what you say goes. So I hope this gives you ideas of some things that you can do this summer that are not your typical uh, types of summer activities, and hopefully this will get you started with many, many ideas of your own. 
Stay tuned for my summer projects for kids show coming up later. And also I want to invite you to check out the Truth Seekers mystery series. Your kids will love these books and they also teach science, of course. So it is something that your kids will enjoy doing. Take care, God bless, and I will talk to you soon. And the way you can bless our network is by checking out some of the other shows on the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network and sharing this episode with a friend. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.